Welcome to the Rod of Iron Podcast, Fundamental Baptist Breaking Down Discussions, Dogma, and Daily Events. I am your host, Pastor Bruce Mejia, First Works Baptist Church. Joined by the fundamentalists in our church, we have Brother Hyktoff Mason, Brother Adam Kanzari, Marco Sanchez, and of course at the board, we do have Brother Ulysses Hernandez, our church evangelist. Looking forward to tonight's episode. We're going to be discussing a couple things here. We're going to be talking about the Taliban and vaccines. Are they sinful? Are they wicked? Are they evil? Is it the mark of the beast? And we'll get into some other topics tonight. We've been away for a while, and so we're back on coming, coming back with the with the with a vengeance. And so, looking forward to tonight's episode, gentlemen. Are we ready? Let's do this. All right, here we go. Dun 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 dun. dun, 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 dun. This is my second podcast today. I think you're going to say your second cup of coffee. It is. Um, <laughs> I did the Olive Crown podcast earlier today, and it was, it was, uh, it was pretty cool. We had people from Poland and the UK and London listening. And, dude, when we were doing it, it was like midnight over there. Dang. That's pretty cool. Ten more days till 9-11. Never forget. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's never, funny? Hey, never forget. It was an inside job. I know. What are we supposed to remember or what the general population is supposed to remember? I just remember going to my mom's room. What like, they're trying to get people on? to remember. Yeah, what yes. are they trying to get people to remember? What am I supposed actually? to remember? They're just trying to get people to remember. Uh, honestly, at the end of the day, when they say when they say uh, never forget, they're saying never forget the victims yeah. of 9-11. That makes sense. <clears throat> That's what it is. Killed by our government. Yeah. <laughs> Which is pretty crazy. Yeah. How, crazy, how far government's willing. Obviously, we don't uh, adhere to the mainstream... Um, the story, the official story. The official, official story of 9-11. It's obviously a major hoax. No plane, no plane hit Building 7. You know I learned about 9-11 uh, yeah. being an inside job in, in, uh, in high school by my teacher? He right. would have worksheets, like, showing <laughs> us, like... like no plane hit Building 7. It, <laughs> it was yeah. a controlled demolition. Uh, he, he was, I remember him showing us, and I'm like, what the heck? I like, mean, we're seeing the, the, <laughs> the ramifications of it even to this day, because, yeah. like, when I travel... TSA is just ridiculous. It's all up in your business. Isn't it crazy? Because I, I mean, I was born into it, but there was like a time before, like you didn't have to take off your shoes at the airport. Oh, uh, Adam, there's yeah. more than just that. There's a time <laughs> when your family could actually walk with you all the way up to the gate, the gate where you go inside the, the, the airplane. That's so crazy to me. <clears throat> I mean, you could do that. I mean, in the fifties when people used to fly, uh, I'm not saying people like literally. <laughs> <laughs> people didn't have power. Yeah, just clarify that. But, somebody, yeah, yeah. <laughs> someone's gonna say, uh, "Pastor, actually, people could not fly in the." 50s. When when pe- when people would <laughs> that was uh, the 60s. When people would <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they fly. Oh, no, it was, yeah, 50s and 60s when people would fly, it was actually considered like um, a it was like a luxury. Yeah. Like people would dress up in a shirt and tie, right. and they would um they would like um they had waiters. Like the the flight attendants were like waiters that would come and bring you lobster and all these things. Dang. It was considered like um it was like a luxury basically. Yeah, I I, I posted a meme. I yeah. saw that. You see that? that? Funny. It's so it's very true though. And um, you know, you can <laughs> you get a flight <laughs> in the morning or in the morning or whatever. You just go there, just purchase it. You didn't really need like an ID or anything like that. Like a 
Because back in, even I think in the 50s, 40s and 50s, IDs, yeah, yeah, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, not until the 80s maybe, IDs didn't even have your face on it. Mm, yeah. It was just like your name. Yeah. Mm. That's why a lot of people were able to get away with a lot of crimes and stuff like that. You know, you think of like Ted Bundy. He committed a lot of his crimes in uh, Washington and um, Utah, I think some in California. And so in order to avoid a lot of the authorities, what he did is he changed his appearance a little bit and then he went to Florida. <clears throat> and he had committed, I mean, he was like, uh, he was on the run for a long time and they already knew who he was. And when they had pulled him over or something like that in Florida, he just pulled out a, a driver's license and it was just a different person's name. Uh, and didn't even have like his picture on there or something like that. But what I'm saying is like, you know, back in those days, it was a lot different. And I remember flying when I was 10, maybe nine or 10 going to Central America. And, um, you know, it was a lot different. Like you can just literally walk up to the gate. Your family would walk with you and stuff. And they see you at the window where the plane is and all that. It's different now. TSA is horrible. You know, they have Oh, yeah, yeah. But like you mentioned, people would wear like suits and stuff. Now people go in their flip flops. Yeah. But there's a reason why they do that, though. <clears throat> it's flights are a lot more uncomfortable now, right? Well, not just that, but just it, they're just trying to be comfortable going through TSA. Because if you go in dress shoes right. and everything, it's just a hassle untying your shoes. And yeah. as you're taking off your clothes, you're taking off your clothes to put it on the on the whatever, whatever the thing, um, you know the thing, you know, conveyor belt. the conveyor belt. <laughs> um, they're rushing you. Yeah. yeah, come on, let's go. You feel like you're in prison or something. Boot camp. <laughs> let's go. Put it on the belt. Left, right, left, right. Right. They're just yelling at you the whole time. Well, I don't really experience that a whole lot just because I have TSA pre-check. And TSA pre-check is $80 for five years. It's oh, good for what? five years. Is it sponsored by a TSA pre-check? <laughs> <laughs> TSA pre-check, you just go and you go through a different line. You don't have to wait with everyone else. And you don't. You just put your stuff on there and you go through and that's it. Whereas the other ones, you got to go through the naked body scanner you know, you got to put your hands yeah. up, and it's all, and it That's just checks bad. you. Eighty bucks for five years. I think you say, say it's not, not bad. bad. I, I, I naked like body scanner. You know? I like. Wow, it. they have that kind of technology. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it, but you know, like Los Angeles is really bad with it. Like TSA is, is LAX is crazy. LAX is really bad, but Phoenix, Arizona is the worst. Really, really. It's the when it comes to TSA, yeah, they're the absolute worst Why? that I've ever experienced. They have a chip on their shoulder. All TSA workers have a chip on their shoulder, but they they have like two chips. <laughs> like they were like, when I was there, they're the ones who were yelling like, get it going, move your stuff. And you can't even ask anything. And I remember I was wearing my Babylon USA t-shirt. Okay. It was the weirdest thing ever. Did I tell you about this? Mm -hmm. I was wearing my Babylon USA t-shirt and I was going through and my, my TSA pre-check obviously didn't work or something. They made me still like do a bunch of stuff and take off my shoes. And this lady, this dyke lady was just yelling, right? Get your stuff, move it along. Just kind of like yelling. And I get through and she goes, hey, how did you know we're Babylon? And I was, I kind of like <laughs> look at her and she was like, move along. She was like, that was like, dang. What in the world? <laughs> I was like, all right. Well, at least she maybe admitted she's a, it. Maybe she's a listener. <laughs> yeah. No, she's not a listener. <laughs> or if she is, she's not a, she's not a, a friend of ours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But but TSA is terrible though. They'll make you um take off your shoes, your belt. 
unfortunately, I had so I have TSA pre-check. The last time I flew, <clears throat> I went through and uh, I I traveled with my family, and we brought the stroller. So my son Isaiah came with me, and so he was on the stroller, and I took him with me, and they put me through the the metal detector, and then they put the stroller through, and the stroller rang, and they're like, "Sorry, sir, we're gonna have to check you because your stroller." Check the stroller. I'm like, why don't you just check the stroller? <laughs> and they they literally had to pad me down and everything. Like, I'm like, and I told him, I, I literally told him this because he was about to do it. I was like, so you're gonna molest me? <laughs> I told him, I was like, you're gonna molest me because my stroller went off. And he's and he he agreed. He's like, yeah. I mean, I have to check you. <laughs> the heck? But I think he was embarrassed after I told him that. So he did like a light pad. <laughs> <laughs> he's like hover handy. He's like. Yeah. <laughs> Queer. So lame. No, the the queers are on the plane. They're stewards. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. That's where they keep all the queers. That is true. <laughs> isn't it? Isn't it crazy how that's that's like in two after two thousand one, after nine eleven, that became like the new normal at, oh, the, yeah. at the airport. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> and, and it's very very much like a normal thing. And the thing is, like a lot of TSA workers, they really don't really know a whole lot. Like they they don't really know what they're doing. Well, they're yeah. like cops, aren't they? They they act I, like I think cops. It, I think it's like muscle heads kind yeah. of. They act like cops. Yeah, that's yeah. that. Yeah, they they uh they get on these they get on these power trips. They're not critical thinkers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They just need to be told what to do. I mean, it's a pretty like low, like low job. You literally just like follow the orders and that's it. You don't ask questions. You just do what you're told. Yep. Hmm. Like Many a times I've gotten my stuff go through and then, you know, if I have camera gear or something and then they have to take it out and like brush it. Do they ever like, do you ever have like a thing where they like have to see the stuff on your laptop or camera or anything? No, no. they've never done anything like that. Don't <clears throat> they need a warrant for that? You can't just. No, they don't need a warrant for that. I mean, really? they did that to Pastor Anderson when he, I guess it's international flights actually. Never mind. Yeah. International is a lot different. Yeah. International flights are terrible. Oh, yeah. you guys remember when we went to Belize? Huh. Do you remember coming yeah. back? Is that when you all when the you whole got, process that we had to go through? When you got kicked out or whatever, right? We didn't get kicked. No, not we kicked, didn't get out, kicked not out. Not kicked out. I get. Well, then some of you. Damn, bro! You trying to take pictures? Yeah. Why? Why do you have the light on? I do. Oh, Hike's <laughs> <laughs> getting old. <laughs> what? I, the I light do. is on. What light? Me. No, we went to Belize. We came back, and um, we didn't get kicked out. We came because of the whole COVID thing. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember that? Oh, man, that was a crazy trip. Yeah. By the way, we might be going to Belize in November. We're supposed I'm to down. meet about that this week. What happened? Did you look up the restrictions? Ah. Caught you slacking. Anytime I mention something that I talked to him we were about to talk about, he, like, he like shrivels. He's like, damn. He, like, walks out of the room. Joe Biden. He does the Joe Biden. No, no, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> we might be going to Belize in November depending upon the restrictions which I heard there's not a whole lot of restrictions there Milan went to Belize with his wife alone like just nobody else yes. like from the church I mean no it's just them they kind of took a vacation over there mm. and um, he said it was good he said you know they got a bunch of people saved um, they did have to have their masks but he said that they had it off most of the time but I don't know. I'm cool with that. I think the only thing you have to do is is pro show proof that you're not contaminated or whatever. Like you know, you got to you don't have COVID or something. Like a recent test result. Yeah, a recent yeah. test result. Which I'd rather get a test now than back then. 
Because back then they did well, the, they the nasal. Thing. Oh, they don't do that anymore? The lobotomy, you know what I mean? <laughs> what do they do? <laughs> they they like swirl it's a, it's a, it's a it's yeah. it's, I think it's a simpler test. I think it's just a quick swab yeah, or something swab. like that. That one's good because you can just fake it even if you do have COVID. <laughs> I'm a super spreader. I don't have I don't have COVID. I mean, as far as I know. I got a hardcore last year, so. When you get a hardcore... Uh, we're talking about the the variants, the different variants, Ulysses and I. And mm-hmm. he's like, Ulysses told me, have you heard of the Lombada variant? <laughs> <laughs> but it's Lambda because it's the new variant. It's called Lambda, which is a Greek letter. I'm like, Lombada, bro? That's a, that's that a dance. <laughs> Limbo? What the heck? I told, him, I told him, I was like, oh, man, I don't feel good. I think I got the Lombada. <laughs> <laughs> you start breaking out the dance. <laughs> I can't stop it. So I think it, I think it's worth it. The, t- the pre-check? What? TSA. No, worth going to Belize. Oh, oh. I mean, pre-check, yeah, of course it's <laughs> worth it. Well, the, the, the majority of the airports that I go to, you can use it. The only time I couldn't really use it, it was not effective at all, was when I went to Russia. <laughs> you went to Russia? <laughs> what in the world? Yeah, that was that's when I went to Sweden. Oh. Russia was like a layover. Oh. Oh, Russia. Russia, Russia. Russia, I will never go back to Russia. <laughs> <laughs> that was the worst experience ever. That was a crazy airport. Moscow, <laughs> you're gonna break Moses' yes. heart. I, I told him that. already. He's not. He's not actually Russian. The the, the the metal detectors don't even work there. It's all. It's all a show. They have you go through a metal detector. It's like you, it's like the, the airport is like an empty warehouse. <laughs> it's like everything's. Nobody's fake. going to Russia. And then when you're going through a line, there's this girl. She's checking your your ID. And then I kind of like looked at her, and she's. I was like, I don't think she even knows what she's doing. She just. She can't even read. She can't. Even, <laughs> I don't know if she can even read English. <laughs> But I went there and um, I, because you know, I've been through many metal detectors just through airports. And I was like, this metal detector doesn't even look like it's working. And so people are putting their stuff to the metal detector. And I had, I don't know if it was like my belt or I had like a metal pen or something like that. I was like, I'm going to keep this on me. Just to see what happens. Just to see if it even rings. So I kept a bunch of stuff on me that was metal. And then I put my bag in and I went through the metal detector. Didn't even go off. <laughs> and I remember when I was, uh, it, it was hard trying to find my gate. Because no one wanted to help me, but when I finally found it, because everything's in Russian, right? But when I when I finally found it, we're in line. We're about to get on the airplane, so I'm already there. I've already passed through security and all that. I'm about to get onto the airplane, and this Russian worker comes up to me. He's like, "Passport," <laughs> and I'm like, "Okay." So I give him my passport. He runs off. <laughs> he's all. He looks at it. And he's like, "Where are you going?" I'm like. Sweden? <laughs> He's like, where are you from? I'm like... Read it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, America, you, United States. And he's like... Mm. You don't look American. <laughs> and then he just gives it back to me. He just walks away. I was like, dude, get me out of here, bro. So let me say this one last thing and we'll move on. On my way to Russia, that was a crazy flight. Was it straight? Like straight America, Russia? Straight America, Russia. <laughs> Super fly power with, fight. Fly, fly with straight America, I Russia. Think it's nonstop. Nonstop. Yeah. Nonstop. That's the word I was looking for. Was it nonstop? Straight way. <laughs> I think it is. It was close to 12 hours, I think. Maybe 12, 13 hours to Moscow. And it's a massive plane. It's a massive plane. Like there's three rows, and the middle row has like five seats or something. And I sat next to this dude. And this dude had the worst hygiene I've ever seen. <laughs> and I was like, I got to be on an airplane. 
for 12 hours straight next to this guy. It was the worst. And then when we landed, it was crazy. It the the plane landed like it was landed by a Russian. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Russians are crazy, dude. And it was just like it, it bounced a couple times. People are like yelling, they're like going all over the place. And I'm like, dude, this is it. I'm gonna die in Russia. And then we finally make it. And then everyone's all, hey! I'm like, why are you <laughs> the pilot <laughs> vodka <laughs> just comes out? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> my mistake but for hours like the people next to me were watching like russian uh like sitcoms or something like that <laughs> i never would have taken that trip well speaking of 911 <laughs> <Wait, laughs> yeah spe- speaking of flights <laughs> speaking of planes <laughs> nice speaking nice segue of 911 the talib the subject of the taliban has uh arisen again Due to some recent events, correct? Correct. And um, so go ahead, Adam. Tell us all about it. Um, sure. <laughs> like, he, like, he, like he's hesitant to do it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I, guess I will. I guess I'll do it. He's been, he's been dying to tell us this whole time. No, well, where start do I start? Start with the cave when you were born. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. I was born right outside. <laughs> Anyways, the Taliban... Uh, recently took over Afghanistan mm-hmm. um, again <laughs> for the second time. For the second time, which is cool, which is a good thing. Um, Tell us why it's a good thing. Well, before I get into that, just like you t- to kind of understand who the Taliban are. Um, By the way, uh, Pastor Mejia does not agree with the, <laughs> with the statements made in this podcast. <laughs> disclaimer. Disclaimer. So I'm right. not saying the Taliban are like a. a actually, I'll get into that <clears throat> later, but. Um, yeah, so the Taliban, like they started around the 90s, or they they really rose to prominence in the 90s. Um, right after the Soviet Union pulled out of Afghanistan. So mm-hmm. they invaded Afghanistan and it went horribly and it, it failed and they pulled out. And from that like wreckage from the war, uh, a lot of like local warlords or regional warlords uh, rose up in Afghanistan. Pedos. Basically, yeah. And a lot of them practiced this this practice called Bakabazi, which is, I think it means like boy, uh, boy like pleasure or something like uh. that. Boy, boy something or boy servants, <clears throat> I think, something like that. Um, and it was just basically this practice where they would just sodomize. It's just pedophilia. Pedophilia, where yeah. it's just widespread, and these warlords would do it, and it was accepted among like those warlord communities. Yeah. So the Taliban they grew and like in as a reaction to this, as like a violent reaction, and it was started by this guy called Mullah Omar. Um, he died like maybe six years ago, but he he started basically raging war against these warlords, these local and regional warlords. Um, if he in particular, did, why is it is it because of their, the power that they had, they, they were trying to usurp their authority, or is it because they were just not in agreement with? I think it was it was very much a moral, moral, moral issue, moral issue. So the um, the Taliban started as like a, a set, ascetics, I think is a word, um, where they're like very spiritual and like almost like not monks, but like they were like kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Um, they were ascetics and they like followed like the rule of the law and the law, like the word of the law, the letter of the law. So they, it was just kind of like a moral crusade against these people. And that's where like the practice of hanging people from cranes <clears throat> started in like the Middle East was Mullah Omar hanging these, these sodomite warlords and these kidnappers and stuff like that from, cra- from cranes. And eventually it got to the point where they became so powerful that they became the, the government of Afghanistan mm-hmm. in 2001. By 2001, they were in control of Afghanistan. It was like an Islamic emirate um, and all that stuff. But what also happened in 2001 was 9-11. 
and 9-11 supposedly was was orchestrated by Osama bin Laden or whatever. <clears throat> and supposedly Osama bin Laden went to Afghanistan to hide amongst the Taliban. And that was the official reason we went to Afghanistan was mm-hmm. to find Osama bin Laden, who allegedly was hiding among uh, the, Taliban. the Taliban, which eventually wasn't true. He was mm-hmm. hiding in our ally in Pakistan, not at all in Afghanistan, wasn't even hidden among Taliban fighters or anything. So right. and that was in 2011. I think like it was Obama or yep. whatever that announced it. Um, so, yeah, we basically went in there in 2001, guns blazing. We we toppled like the, the Afghan Taliban regime and all this stuff. And immediately um, we started kind of enforcing, uh, quote unquote, American values and democracy and stuff like that. So it stopped really being about catching Osama bin Laden. It started to be about like nation building and changing like the fabric of Afghanistan. And what that means is. It's about conquering and basically establishing um, uh, authority there by the Americans, basically. Yeah. And, and, and. As much the. Yeah. And and. What's especially wicked about that is like on one of the main agendas was to make Afghanistan more democratic. And apparently what that means is allowing LGBT, feminism, quote unquote, women's rights, all this stuff. Right. right? And so much so much that like that every like many, many American bases, even in 2007 and 2011 and stuff, had pride flags just waving in the American Mm -hmm. bases. There was articles written about how in like 2012, before it was even like fully legalized or whatever, how how important pride flags are in Afghanistan. Well, the proof of that is like recently they interviewed um, the some of the Taliban or something like that, some of the members. Mm -hmm. And it was just like this woman. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's so funny. Remember that? You seen that video? Yeah. She says she says like. So, like, under your rule, you know, will will people be able to vote for a woman and elect a woman as president? <laughs> he just, like, yeah, chuckles and, and just like, He just chuckles at it. Yeah, that was, like, stop that was filming. funny. Stop filming. He just looked at it and he's like, <laughs> 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 he's like... He just chuckles at it. I was like, ah, that's pretty funny. Uh, and he tells him to stop filming, basically. He's like, oh, that was... And then after that, he's like, oh, that was so really funny. He thought it was a joke. <laughs> it is a joke. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we started, like, even, even trying to get Afghanis to eat soy, too. We, we planted thousands of acres of soy in Afghanistan. What? I didn't know that. This, yeah, we spent like millions of dollars on the soy initiative in Afghanistan trying to get uh, Afghanis to eat soybeans. And they just wouldn't, they just refused it. To effeminize the so men. So they were trying yeah. to take their heroin and give them soy. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was another reason, too, is the Taliban were very anti the heroin trade. Like they had like the because poppies grow in Afghanistan. That's where that's where that's made from. Um and so they were like burning those fields and stuff like that. And obviously we, we can't have that. It's got to flow, right? It's got to go to China. It's got to go to here. It's got to, we, we got to make our opiates, opiates somehow, right? Mm-hmm. So um, Americans in America can like die of overdose and, and addiction and all this stuff. So it's all kind of interlinked. Um, but yeah, eventually tw- after like 20 years and like, I think we have like 6,000 dead Americans and like 100,000 dead Afghanis we finally pulled out. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, the reality is uh, you know, uh, the military should have never been there in the first place. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of people have this misconception that Americanism is Christianity no. or, you know, it's, it's, it has biblical values. That's the impression that Americans have here. Then when we go to other places, we're improving their quality of life and their systems and their beliefs and their, their, you know, their, their customs, because they think that, that people that go, when Americans go over there, when the military goes they're over there, Christianity. That they're, that they're spreading Christian values but it's actually the exact opposite. Yeah, like so military. Even, but even if they weren't, even if they were spreading Christian values, they should, still shouldn't be there. You don't spread Christian values to the military. You spread it through through missionaries, mm-hmm. yeah. not mi- military missionaries, right? Yeah. 
but that's not what they're doing, you know? And so in, in some way too, since we're seen as like the America is seen as like the biggest Christian force in the world, it, we're kind of like hurting the cause of Christ. If like, you know, <clears throat> we're going over there and bombing all these people and killing all these people in the military says, Oh, we're Christian. It's like, Afghanis don't want to have anything to do with that. I don't want. Yeah, to be they're, they're they're giving Christianity us. a bad name. Yeah, and especially if when they're promoting feminism and LGBT and they're and they're working like our military is working with the those former warlords and those pedophiles, sodomizing <laughs> boys and all this stuff. Those were their allies. That, that was the Afghan government yeah. that we were supporting. Um, so there's like tons of stories about that. You can look it up. Well, we'll see what happens to Afghanistan in the next couple of years. Let's see. Let's see what the Taliban does there. Right. Yeah. I mean, they're already. It, it looks pretty good. What are they doing? What are they doing? <laughs> so, so like in in Kabul, like the the capital, they had like bikini models and stuff on like the uh, uh, shop windows or whatever. They right? took that down. They're like painting over it. They're covering it up. All this stuff. Um, they they outlawed LGBT. You put to death now if you're if you're a fag. Right. So a lot of these people who are running, who are trying to get on those planes to come here, like in that big cargo they're ship, probably sodomites they're, themselves. they're either sodomites or they're collaborators who are like, who are, are feminists or all this stuff. That's, that's people who are trying to run away. Mm. And what's also really insane is like, if you, if you get, did you guys see that picture of like full of Afghanis yeah. coming mm -hmm. here? It's all men. Have you noticed it's all single 30, 20 year old <clears throat> men? Well, I don't know if they're single, but you obviously, I mean, you can't I, tell if they're single or not. I mean, not. now they are. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm saying if they're married, they're not. You're not considered single if you're married. Yeah, well, that's even if your wife's not with you. But I'm saying like the the air the the picture of the airplane is like only men. Yeah, and a lot of you them don't are, see children. You don't see uh, women. Women there. A lot of them are abandoning their families. Actually, a lot of those men. Oh man. So it, you, we've got like literally the drudges of society, uh, like coming from Afghanistan. As bad as it already is, everybody yeah. there is Muslim. We're not even getting the like the quote unquote like good ones. Well, the ones like values or whatever. We're getting like the feminists, the fags, the men who are willing to abandon their families, all this stuff. Right, You're getting the worst. Yeah. Yep. That's sad. Yeah. Well, um, I preached a sermon a couple of weeks ago called "Immigration from a Biblical Perspective," yeah. and we wouldn't have to worry about all this if America. Like those people would not want to come here if we were Christian. If we're if we had Christian yeah. values in a Christian system, yeah, you know what I mean, or just a moral system. Mm -hmm. But there, but you know, you you put sugar out, you're gonna get, you know, ants. Flies, yeah. You're gonna get <laughs> the ants. You're gonna get the worst of people to come, and so um, you're gonna get the sugar lovers. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why they're coming over here, unfortunately. Exactly. Yeah. But I, people have this 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 warped perspective of what American I, America is, and they think that we promote values and all these like good values, but it's, it's not the case, you know, there's also now recently, there's this narrative coming up that the Taliban is killing Christians in Afghanistan, mm -hmm. supposedly. And Glenn Beck, he raised $2 million to protect Christians in, <laughs> in Afghanistan. Isn't Glenn, Glenn Beck is anti-Christian. He's Mormon. Isn't he? He's anti-Christian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he raised like 2 million or like 20 million or something like that to protect Christians in Afghanistan. Of course, there's no reports of Christians being killed in Afghanistan. So where's that money going? Exactly. I guess. Oh, I mean, there's are no there, Christians being killed. I guess we can just pocket the Christians two million. Are there Christians in mm. Afghanistan? Not, I mean, the only Christians, Christians are like probably the military. <laughs> well, you know, if there's any Christians out there, they might be like Orthodox or something. Maybe not. Yeah. You know, who knows? Yeah, maybe there's some of the military. Yeah. I doubt that there's any uh, large pockets of Christians. Well, the military there. is not even allowed to evangelize either in Afghanistan, yeah. but they're allowed to push hang, hand out. LGBT pamphlets and like feminism pamphlets and all this yeah. stuff. So, man, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, you know, it's basically going back to where it needs to be, right? In Afghanistan, that's what it needs to be. We we should we shouldn't have been there in the first place. Yeah, we killed Osama bin Laden ten years ago. Yeah, 
<laughs> like that's a lot. Yeah, if that was the case, if, if it was a matter yeah. of just capturing him, yeah. which obviously, even when it comes to that 9-11, we don't believe the official story. He's not the one who did it, amen? <laughs> yeah, amen. <laughs> you know, it's just like, it, it was a straw man. He he wore, he operated as a straw man yeah. to push a, a, a narrative. It was a false flag, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, How many guys did they send into? How many troops into Afghanistan? I don't know. Probably like tens of thousands. A lot of people after died. one guy. <clears throat> after one guy, and he wasn't even in Afghanistan. <laughs> I wonder if we even killed him. He was him. in a studio in Burbank somewhere. We don't even have his body. He's a studio in Burbank. <laughs> <laughs> are the Twin Towers even real? Have you ever been there? <laughs> yeah, they are real. Right. They it's were. Real. I've never seen them. They were real. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Yep. Well, once those Afghans touched down. As soon as they go through TSA, they're gonna be like, oh dang! Like, what do we get into? I mean, Joke, the, I mean, they're coming. That. They're coming here because what Pastor said. Like, there's money here too. Globalization. That's that was the purpose of America going over there. You know, it's just trying to conquer land and set up their garrisons and just spread Americanism and wicked values over there. That was the purpose of it. I mean, but to an extent, it like for at least right now, it failed to an extent. Yeah. Um, yep. Which is good. I mean, it, it's good that it failed. Yeah. But, you know, it, people over there, they're still going to go to hell, unfortunately. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they, they're obviously following uh, Islam and, and Muhammad and the Quran and all that. And even though they're executing uh, good punishments for capital crimes, as America should be doing, unfortunately, they're still going to go to hell. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they're, they're not saved. So. I, 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 there's like, I think there's like a misconception so what? Wait, wait. So what do you? I mean, so obviously the Taliban, they don't allow evangelism over there, right? Um, I I, th- I don't I don't think so. Probably yeah. not under Sharia law. They don't allow evangelism. Um, but I think there's 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 like I was reading about this and just through my own experience. Um, like I come from a Muslim background, right? I really? Up, I'm, I'm not Afghani. <laughs> I'm from North Africa. Uh, but just from my own experience, like talking to people, for, like I've been to Tunisia before and all this stuff. Um, I think they, the the reason those laws are in a place where like you can't uh, evangelize or whatever, I think it's very much like to protect the the people there, like the from becoming Christian. Because like when I talk to people there, like they're not <clears throat> Muslim at all. Like in Tunisia, they're like it's like it's like Hispanic Catholics almost. Mm-hmm. Like how easy is it to get them saved? You just show them what the Bible says. Right? <clears throat> and a lot of these people, they're not like Jews or something where they hate the Bible or they hate Jesus or something like that. I mean, they, they reverence him to some degree. Right? Yeah. They call him a prophet and stuff like that. So, I mean, if you tell them, you know, I'm coming in the name of this prophet, I I don't think they'd have a vitriolic like reaction towards yeah. you. Um, I think it's very much like the same deal with Hispanic Catholics and like that they're, it's part of their identity that yeah. they're that they're Catholic, but like, well, it's just it is it, obviously they don't view Jesus Christ as we would view Jesus yeah. Christ. I mean, but Catholic. they still have some level of reverence and respect towards him. Just how you'd say like a Catholic does, almost. Yeah, right? they're not going to spit on the ground when they hear the name of Jesus. Exactly. Course, yeah. You know. So I mean, we've damaged our, like the the reputation of Christianity in like Afghanistan. And I think most of the Muslim world since like two thousand since nine eleven, but and I think that's kind of on on purpose. They they really do want Islam to be the enemy. And uh, America to be this hub of Christianity, and they hate us because we're Christian. When it wasn't even really well, the you know, case maybe before. it's just part of all. You know, it's just leading up to this yeah. um, end times and pushing a narrative there yeah. to um, cause the United States just to hate Afghanistan and Muslims even more. Yeah. So it's unfortunate, but it's part of what's their agenda, probably. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was going for. I think like making Islam the enemy. So like, 
I think maybe like the Antichrist defeats Islam or something like that. And, and, and well, I preached that in my Revelation six yeah, sermon. Yeah. Where, um, you know, you could. It's a possibility that when he goes conquering into conquer, um, a great military win for him that would cause him to be a hero in Revered. the eyes of the people yeah. is the fact that if he were to conquer their number one enemy, which would be the Muslims. Yeah. You know what I mean? Imam, yeah, yeah. yeah. If he defeats oh, the, their the Imam, Mahdi. the Mahdi, yeah. yeah. Defeats him, you know what I mean? That can be like a really big win for them. Yeah. And that's how he gains his credibility mm-hmm. as a conquering king, general or whatever. Yeah. And I think it's also interesting that like, if you look at all the major religions of the world, like Christianity, Buddhism, whatever, yeah. all of them are, are like going more towards being more universal and more ecumenical and more like united. Except for Islam. Except for Islam, yeah. who's pulling back But hold on, when he's yeah. going forth conquering and to conquer, we still don't know who he is. Right. So how would we worship him then? Well, I'm not going to worship him. Wait, we? Yeah, well, you got a mouse in your pocket? <laughs> well, no, 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 no. I, you I don't think, I don't think, I don't think his victory. I don't think. What his, does that mean? A mouse in your pocket? It's just the saying. Uh. I don't think his victory over the imam uh, would, um, would cause people to worship him. It would cause him to be. It, I said it would give him credibility as a great a war hero general. Yeah, war hero. Yeah. And I think uh, because that would be like the greatest battle between the Jews and the Muslims. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because obviously they hate each other, and that could potentially be the war that would cause for him to to uh, receive a deadly wound to the head or rise to prom. Yeah, or rise to prominence. And then you know, obviously. You know, because the Bible does say in Revelation chapter six that he's going forth conquering to conquer. You got to ask yourself, well, what is he conquering? Yeah. yeah, who is he conquering? And 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 Babylon always needs an enemy too to like, yeah, yeah. portray. Yeah. And you know, America and Israel always are in cahoots. Yeah, you know what I mean. They have a common enemy. Yeah, Islam, and so um, I I don't think it's a far fetched idea. I think it's a it's a credible idea. And I didn't say that they, the world would worship him because of the wars. I think the the conquering would give him credibility, you know, because of the fact that the narrative that's being pushed towards Republican conservatives, Christians, is that Islam is like the Antichrist. Yeah. <clears throat> that the Imam is the Antichrist. The whole thing with Ishmael, like he, he'll yeah. be a wild They'll say that Ishmael, exactly, because yeah. they, they view Ishmael as being Muslims. Yeah. Representing Arabs. the Muslims, Arabs, exactly. Yeah. So if he were to conquer them, it was it would be like a great win for the Republican conservatives. So the whole world is going to worship the antichrist except, except after except us after <laughs> after <laughs> after he raises from the dead correct yes including muslims i mean if he defeats them well yeah i think so absolutely yeah because here's the thing is that he if he defeats them and he conquers them and then the Mahdi fails yeah, yeah then he you know i think somehow the the remnant muslims will amalgamate into I thought he His would order. just be like the embodiment of, let's say, whatever the Buddhists worship and the Muslims worship. I don't think that. I, I don't. I don't necessarily uh, agree with that. He's not going to be like this one piece of the puzzle that just. They no, are. I think, I think uh, him rising from the dead will be the final um, measure of credibility that he needs for the entire world to say, okay, this is the guy. You know what I mean? And it could be like you know the Buddhists could say like, oh, this is the one we've been looking for. But it, but you look at religions today, like you were mentioning, how they're all just kind of unifying. A lot of the the radicalism in Hinduism and Buddhism has small. been so watered down yeah. 
that it leaves room open for a potential person who's not a Hindu, who's not a Buddhist, and then say, well, this is just a guy. Yeah. That's why he's saying like Islam is the one religion that, it, in a sense, has still remained purified from the amalgamation from of any other religion. Yeah, any other religion. Yeah. Like they haven't allowed other religions to infiltrate their way of uh, of customs and beliefs. What's interesting is they've tried. Like in Germany, uh, they have like tr- they've tried to get mosques run by women or something. Oh dang! And you know what happens to those women? They die, right? They die. Yeah. <laughs> so, like... Yeah, I mean... Um, yeah. But I, I'm sure there have been attempts, but they've failed miserably. But yeah. for the most part, all, all other religions have been watered down. Yeah. Which, obviously, we don't care what other religions do. Yeah. They're a false way. But I'm saying you can see how easy... I mean, if you have Christians that are... So-called Christians that are going to worship the Antichrist. Mainstream Christianity. And you would think, well, how can mainstream Christianity worship the Antichrist if they you know, have the truth. Well, it's because it's, it's, it's an apostate, it's apostate churches that yeah. will worship. Him. Mm-hmm. So if, if, you know, the, the tip of the spear, so to speak, obviously I'm not talking about safe Christians, you know, are being deceived by the antichrist. How much more, how much more every other religion, Buddhists that, or Hindus. Or yeah. Whatever. That's not founded by Christianity or doesn't have the truth will be deceived by them. Yeah. So, and I think the, the, yeah, the ecumenicism that's being, pushed forth into other religions kind of aids in that. Yeah. And some some of those major religions in the world are already very ecumenical. Like Hinduism already has like Jesus as like one of their gods yeah. and and Buddhism likes Jesus too, quote Absolutely. unquote. So <clears throat> I mean, what what do you what's your thoughts? I don't know. <laughs> is this all new to you or something or what? You feel I, like you, you act like we've this is like the first time we've talked about this. <laughs> what is Islam? <laughs> So my my take on this is that <laughs> all right great all right my, that's a great response thank you so much for that Diane <laughs> um my take on this is the fact that he's gonna he's gonna come we we're not gonna know who he is he's just gonna be some military general or fighting these battles he's going forth conquering to conquer <clears throat> and he's just gonna gain I've always likened it unto he's gonna be like the kings of the Old Testament and if you think about it. Revelation 6, the Bible says that he's given a crown. So it's like almost as if he's anointed king. Yeah, but he's, he's not the king yet. Yeah, he's given one. He's given one, but we don't know who he is until uh, he receives the deadly wound to the head, his deadly wound is healed, and then he proclaims himself to be God. Well, in the Old Testament, David, for example, was anointed king, but was not yet the king. And from the period of when he was anointed to the time that he actually took the throne... He fought a lot of battles, and he mm-hmm. gained a lot of credibility. You know, David has killed his ten thousands. Yeah. You know, Saul has killed his thousands, yeah. but David is ten thousands. Yeah. So he kind of rose to prominence and credibility as just a regular general, right? Before he actually took the throne. Yeah. You understand? So I think, in like manner, he's going to do this. The Antichrist is going to do the same thing. He's going to be some unknown person, you know, uh, conquering all these all these people all these lands and nations. And I personally think that one of them is going to be, um, the Na- or Afghanistan or the nation, the Muslim, that, the Muslim, nations. Muslim nations. Yeah. And which will give him the most credibility, even with Christians. So then when he falls, when he dies, I think even Christians are going to mourn for him. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, look at this great hero or whatever. Yeah. 
this great military hero. There goes my. <laughs> I mean, I, like, I, I don't know what that is. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> but I mean, look, look how much like reverence or whatever we show to like dead soldiers in Afghanistan. What about like some great hero, you know, yeah. that like conquered Islam and went forth? And he's going to be like a king that at a time at a time when kings go forth to battle, he's going to be like one of those guys. Yeah, you know. And according to the Jews, he's already here. Oh yeah, I saw it. What was that? Was that real? I don't know what you're talking about. Like they said, the 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 Messiah has been born already, or something. Yeah. Well, they had they. I, I just saw a video of these two rabbis talking, and um, they're at, one of them was asking like, when are we going to reveal him? <laughs> and he's like, he's like, he's already here. We're just waiting. He's invisible. <laughs> he's already here. But we, I don't know if that means like he's. But then again, you know, rabbis are they're liars, you know. So we yeah. just yeah. Drunks, right? he's bluffing. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. could be bluffing too, you know. But um, anyways, yeah, it's pretty interesting. Hopefully, just to wrap it up, hopefully, like, um, if that isn't the case, the Islam isn't going to be this, this, like, this enemy that the world's going to unite against or whatever. Hopefully, now that we pulled out of Afghanistan, hopefully, I think tensions in the Middle East kind of calm down. Yeah. Like, with the Muslim world or something. Yep. Because I think if they do, like, soul winning there might be <clears throat> even possible. Or even like immigrants who come here from the Muslim world can get saved even easier if they're not just like, if they don't just hate Christianity off the get-go because they bombed their house or killed their dad or yeah. something like that. Like a church I went to in Canada, 50% of it was was like uh, Iranians, yeah. Yeah. like ex, ex-Muslims basically. Yeah. I, we, we had a guy called Brother Mohammed. <laughs> wow. I would change my name <laughs> if it was Mohammed, but. Yeah. <laughs> Good deal. Yeah. Well, let's switch the subject here. Um, just briefly, actually, man, I'm going uh, going a little long tonight, huh? Yeah, we have, it's been a while. Did you guys get your vaccine yet? <laughs> I've gotten. <laughs> yeah, I've gotten. I'm trying to collect all of them. <laughs> yeah, like Pfizer, AstraZeneca, <laughs> yeah. <Johnson>. sketchy Chinese <laughs> brand. <laughs> yeah. I got a question. <laughs> you have a question? So people who say that uh, the vaccine is the mark of the beast, mm-hmm. what what do we know who the Antichrist is first? Because it, don't the uh, doesn't the uh, mark? Yeah. Get get distributed after. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, they're wrong. So for all these people, just saying like, the there's vaccine, so many things wrong with that. That there's just teaching. Way too many. Yeah. And it it really makes me upset when people say because I, I see it a lot on Instagram, for example, and it it just really ticks me off when I hear that. Mm-hmm. I would say because they they say it so dogmatically, yeah. and um, they're so vehement about it that it irritates the fire to me. And it really shows the ignorance of people. But, you know, I, I've thought about it for a while, and I'm wondering, like, because I've talked to multiple people who believe that vaccines are the mark of the beast, mm-hmm. multiple people. And I've said, look, this is why it's not. It's not that hard. You know, here are the reasons why. Let me show you the scriptures. And they're like, oh, okay. And then they're still teaching. It's the mark of the beast. Uh, the, the, the number is 666, you know. And then I saw a really stupid post the other day. And it literally said, you know, it, it had that whole 666 thing about the vaccine. And it says, so why are Christians saying that it's not the mark of the beast? And they said, and they put the references. Okay. Deceive the very elect. No. Oh. This is what they put as a reference. Revelation 23. That new what? Chapter. The new, new revelation. Wait, what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I commented on there. I was just like, the same idiots that are telling you that the vaccines are the mark of the beast are the same ones that are telling you to reference... Revelation 23. The expansion pack. The yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, Revelation 23, Jude 3, 
Matthew 29, Re- Revelation Mark 17. The outtakes. <laughs> It's like good Bo- night bloopers. in the morning. <laughs> Proverbs 32. That's the Book of Mormon. Yeah. The <laughs> it's like, what? And uh, but, but here's the thing. Here's my opinion on, on why there's so many people saying this in Christianity, on social media or whatever. Because there's, 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 a, there's a Christianity in TikTok and, and Instagram that I feel like... Woke Christianity. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it, I feel like it's it's only subject to those platforms for some reason. I don't know why. It's I don't like see the, it on Facebook. It's like super watered down, like effeminate. Like the one, the, the reaction you did to like, he's coming back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that one. It's like it, that. Well, there's that. And then there, And then there's there's like these conspiracy theorists. Yeah. Okay. It's like the guy who I um, I destroyed. Oh, yeah. That guy, Justin. On that, on that uh, live stream. The one stream. who lives uh, out of the motel. Yes. What is this? <laughs> yeah. It's some some guy who claims to be a Bible teacher and stuff, yeah. but um. So this is the reason I believe why people are teaching this, because the 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 um, the medical freedom community is very large, okay, and it's it's a very large community, but it's not made up of Christians. It's made up of just people who just are freedom lovers, mm-hmm. and a percentage of that, a large percentage of that, are Christians. Or claim to be Christians, and then an even smaller percentage of that are actually like saved Christians, right? So you have these freedom lovers who you know they're they're anti-vax, they're for medical freedom, you know they're for they're the naturalist approach, and you know they would say a lot of the same things that we say, and I they obviously understand and see that the vast majority of these freedom lovers. Are Christians, you know, you got a good percentage of them that, that are Christians, they're believers. So what I think that they're doing is that they're kind of infiltrating and seeking to take the Bible to fit their agenda, to fit their narrative, basically. Mm-hmm. So they're twisting all these Bible verses and all these things, and that's where I think the whole vaccine is the mark of the beast is coming from. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're not real believers because I, I actually talked to someone who I led to the Lord. And, and this person was telling me, they're like, I get so frustrated because a lot of the freedom, uh, the medical freedom people, these anti-vaxxers who claim to be Christian, you know, they, they're always saying these weird things. And I'm like, yeah, why are they saying that? He goes, because they're not even Christian. They claim Christianity. They just but, use it as a tool. Well, they use it as a platform. Mm. And initially, a lot of them would use it as a platform in order to be exempt from certain things. So they don't really mm. believe the Bible. They don't believe in God. They don't believe in Jesus. They just claim Christianity so they can say, well, it's my religious conviction not to do this thing. Yeah, there's, it's like it's like the same group of people who are like get into esoteric stuff like Nephilim and like, well, the Bible, you know, it's not 100% true, but it still has like all this like interesting stuff. Yeah, in and you know what? These are the same people that, that talk about like the Book of Enoch. Exactly, Jasher. The Gospel of Thomas and <clears throat> Nephilims. These are the same people yeah. who do this. Yeah. And so there's a ton of them on there. You know what I mean? But, but but here's the thing. You can hate vaccines and not twist the Bible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, why do you have to twist the Bible and pervert the Bible uh, to make it fit what you believe, right? It's okay to say that vaccines are wicked yeah, and evil. Point. It's a valid you point. You discredit yourself when you bring in the Bible. And when you, you twist the Bible to push that narrative. You don't have to do that. Yeah. There's enough secondary principles in the Bible that you can use to teach that 
it's not a wise thing to take vaccines. It's not a biblical thing to take it without trying to say that the vaccine is the mark of the beast. Now, here's the thing is, because a lot of people are saying that right now, this is the mark of the beast. Yeah, all the, no. Where's yeah. the Antichrist then? Where's the Antichrist? Where's the abomination of desolation? Dr. Fauci. Have you, have, yeah, they'll say Dr. 75 Fauci. days has passed. Uh, not only that, but how about this? Have you seen anyone take the vaccine in their right hand or in their forehead? I mean, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's so stupid. Yeah. It says, uh, okay, have you bought, have you seen anyone buy or sell? If you're not taking wonders? the market of bees, have you been able well, to buy and sell That's this all week? allegorical. That's all metaphors. Uh, for what, though? <laughs> about the false what is prophet? it allegorical? Where, where are like all the great wonders and yeah. lightning? Those, where are those, the two prophets? <laughs> those are, that's where are the two olive trees? Fauci and Bill Gates, two prophets. <laughs> Where's the 144,000? That's us. <laughs> oh, those are Jehovah's Witnesses. Jehovah's Witnesses. <laughs> Those are the freedom fighters. Yeah, they're the hundred forty. It just makes me so mad. It makes me so mad that um that people do. And you know what? Like, there's people who are not Baptists who who like follow me on Instagram, and um they agree with me, <clears throat> and they they don't you know they they'll say yeah that's that's kind of weird that people say it's the mark of the beast. I don't think it is. I think they're really bad. I think they're they're really wicked and everything. But I'm not going to say it's the mark of the beast because they're saved. Like I've talked to them, they're saved people. They have the spirit of truth dwelling within them. And so obviously the spirit is telling them like, hey, the spirit speaketh expressly. This yeah. is not true. That's actually crazy. I was sewing out here um, and I got a lady saved and she, we just started talking about vaccine stuff. And she, <laughs> I mean, the it's a good conversation to <laughs> break the ice with. <laughs> no, that was after she got saved. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she was like, yeah, you know, I hear, I hear people thinking like saying like it's the mark of the beast. I don't really think that. I think it's like a precursor to the mark of the beast. Yeah. I think it's like conditioning. Which I agree with. Yeah, I agree with that. Precursor. But to say it's the mark of the beast. Yeah. Like that idiot that I, that I destroyed online. He was saying, you know, it's the mark of the beast. I'm like, have you bought or sold? That doesn't matter. There's people in China who can't buy or sell. I'm like, are Christians dying? Cause you know, when, when the mark of the beast is rolled out, yeah. Christians yeah. are dying. A lot of Christians well, are making war with the saints. Exactly. When has that happened? Recently. That's when Trump lost. <laughs> 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 but it's just people who are ignorant of the Bible. And, you know, stupid posts like that where it's just like, Revelation 23 is just proof. Yeah. <laughs> Revelation 23. You know what? If, if Revelation 23 says that the vaccine is the mark of the beast, I'll believe it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People are crazy, man. But here's the thing, you know, vaccines. Do you think they're sinful? I do not think they're sinful because, of, and and I made a video about this uh, like a month ago when I was doing my, the other podcast, the Olicron podcast. You know, uh, sin is the transgression of the law. You know, and so um, nowhere in the Bible does it say thou shalt not take a vaccine. But you can pull out secondary principles in the Bible that teach that that basically when you put them together, you see. Over the span of the Bible, yeah, maybe this is not good. They are wicked. They are evil. Number one, because of the fact that they have a aborted fetal tissue in it, which obviously, if you if you take a vaccine, you're you're being a partaker of their evil deeds. Have no uh, fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. The Bible says, uh, neither be partakers of other men's sins. You understand? Mm -hmm. So there is a, a definite greed um, and covetous agenda behind vaccines. People make money off of it. So I don't think it's right. And not only that, but it's, it, it's not good to put all these foreign substances into your body. Just from a health perspective. From a health perspective. Yeah. You know, if your body's the temple of the Holy Ghost, which you have of God in you and not your own, you shouldn't be injecting aluminum. 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 Monkey parts. Monkey parts. Kidneys. 
into your body. So um, that's it right there. I mean, that's all you need. And the Bible says, Jesus said, they that are whole have no need of a physician. So if you're not sick, you know, you don't really need that, those things. Do you think, well, would you say like you can still get uh, a biblical, like religious exemption then, even though it's not like uh, explicitly like absolutely. forbidden in the Bible? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And we're, we give them out to our church members um, who need it for their job. We'll make it specific. We will put the Bible verses on there. We'll put their names and how long they've been attending our church. I'll sign it. We'll put it on the letterhead and you can take it to your job. Um, we're going to put a general one for the public, for anybody who wants it, but it's going to be very general if they want it for their job. It's like not, yeah. yeah it's not going to be very specific, obviously. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't think you should take it. I, th- You know, for people to say that you should. I mean, I know Christians that have taken the vaccine. Yeah. Which is crazy, you know. And it's even crazier that, that people, the, the California, California was even entertaining the possibility of mandating vaccines uh, if you wanted to go to restaurants and stores and all these things. The only thing that was exempt from that list was churches, churches and, and grocery stores. That was the only thing. And you know, I was talking to my wife. I was like, well, you know, I guess we're not eating out anymore if this happens. You know what I mean? Like, I guess we're just... Well, you, you could order for pickup. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, you could go through drive throughs and stuff like that, yeah. But I'm saying, like, I guess we're not going to be going anywhere. You know, the churches ain't going to be going anywhere. We're just going to have to cater what everything about in. Chick-fil-A? I mean, everything. Everything. Like chick fil is not it. a restaurant they dropped experience. It. The, well, dem- like the Democrat church. who's trying to push that dropped it. What? Chick fil A's church. Who said that? Isn't like that? Isn't like church? <laughs> what about church's like chicken? congregation of believers. <laughs> chick fil A is actually very. All right, what about In N Out? It has Bible verses on it. Yeah. <laughs> I love Chick fil A. Yeah. Um,. I was say. <clears throat> that was a random, but <laughs> yeah, Chick Fil A tastes good, man. They, well, they were Dude, they're so planning good. on doing it in the city of Los Angeles. We talked about that earlier. I think that's how it's probably going to happen. It won't be a, a, a well. They're going to propose it also in 2022 for California again. Oh, they are. The reason the reason they backed off of it is because they felt it would hurt Gavin Newsom for this whole recall election mm-hmm. thing. You know. But that guy's already hurt. It is co- kind of cringe. Hurt. He's, he, he's, he's hurt. He's hurt. Right for now. people who don't even go to church to say, "Oh, if you take the vaccine, that's a sin," and all this and that, it's like, dude, you probably sin all the time. Like, not probably. <laughs> right? They, they do. You sin, you're a sinner. So is, is this gonna be? <laughs> I feel convicted. This guy's calling me out or what, bro? You wicked. <laughs> You're wicked. On a Rod of Iron podcast calling out pastors. Pastor Mejia Exposed Part 1. <laughs> no, but it's like they don't even go to church. They're like, hypocrites. They're hypocrites. Yeah. The vaccine Definitely. is a sin. Dude, so many things are a sin. Well, look, look, a lot of people have asked me about it, and then they'll try to correct me on it, and I'll ask them. I say, have you read the Bible cover to cover once? No response. What's the Bible? <laughs> It's like so you're trying to tell you like, tra- yeah, you're trying to tell me Look, I'm not the best Christian, I'm not the best pastor, but I will say this, I've read the Bible multiple times over the last 15 years of my life. Or not my 15 years of my life. Yeah, over the last 15 years of my life. You know, um I've read it multiple times. I'm a pastor, I teach the Bible. I I read the Bible every single day, cover to cover, I read it every single year. And you know what? Never once have I seen anything being mentioned about a vaccine. So it, it's interesting that these people want to teach it. They understand neither what they say nor where they affirm because they desire to be teachers of the law, but they don't even know what they're talking about. 
you know and it really quite quite frankly it ticks me off you know it just it just frustrates the fire out of me when i see these people online you know trying to push this when they haven't even read they watch a bunch of youtube videos they watch a bunch of clips about it you know but they don't know what they're talking about but you know he that is ignorant let him be ignorant still he that is filthy let him be filthy still and you know, just let them be stupid. It's like, guy, if you're taking care of a family, if you have kids to feed, you have a wife to feed, and your job is mandating the vaccine, what are you going to do? Let your family starve? Well, this is what I've told people over the last couple of weeks. Even before Pastor Anderson made the video, someone asked me here. And they said, what do you, they're like, what should we do? And I'm like, well, I mean, it really depends on how important the job is for you, right? Like, if it's that important, then, you know, you do have to feed your family. And I always tell them, and you're always going to get a resurrected body. And people hate when I say that. Because <coughs> they feel like, that's compromising. Yeah. You know, and I'm sure, like you said, that people were saying that Pastor Anderson was compromising yeah. on his stance or whatever. Yeah. But these people are idiots. Let me just be honest with you. Okay? And, and, and this is why. Because of the fact that you can never do right for them. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. we're, we're approaching this from a logical, biblical perspective. And the biblical perspective is this. If the job is that important to you and you have to feed your family, you know, uh, then I guess you're going to take the vaccine. And I don't think you're wicked for doing that. I don't think you're evil for doing that. I think, obviously, I believe the vaccine is, is bad and it's going to be detrimental to your health. Uh, but I don't think you're a wicked person for doing that. And if you take it, well, I mean, you have to provide for your family. But if you feel like, well, no, I can just get another job, then go get another job. Well, in fact, yeah. you'd be wicked if you don't provide for your family. It's actually wicked not to provide for your family. Yeah, yeah exactly. I think I think also... And you know like, what? A lot of these people who, who don't take the vaccine, you know what they do? They do smoke pot. Yeah. I guarantee you they drink alcohol. They don't go to church. I guarantee... Yeah, I guarantee you they don't go to church. You know? Yeah, they're just... They're, they so they're like... They, they're, they're these self-righteous, holier-than-thou people just because they're not taking the vaccine but they're committing all kinds of other sins yeah somebody was getting on me because i was saying like if it was like life or death take the vaccine i was telling him like no i wouldn't i wouldn't die just not like being alive is more important than yeah. taking this vaccine because if i'm alive i can still work for god i can still yep. be with my family i can still be with my brethren and look look this doesn't mean that we're gonna take the vaccine yeah i mean i will do whatever it takes not to get it because i don't want it yeah yeah. <laughs> I don't want it. I want that stuff in my body. I don't want to inject my children with that. I want my wife to have it. And I will encourage our church members not to get it. Yeah. You understand? But if it comes down to it, like someone said, what do you do if they mandate it? I'm like, well, what do you mean? I, I'm not, I'm going to do whatever it takes not to get it. Well, what if they like, do if they, what if they, they just, what if they just force you to take what it? What if I'm they like, hold you down well, and they I, I inject told them, it I was like, in well, your arm? Yeah. I said, well, if they hold me down, they force me to take it. You I guess I'll take it. They're, and they're like, <laughs> and they're like, oh no, I can't do that. I'm like, Dude, they just forced you. <laughs> you can't win with these people. You understand? But here's the thing. A so lot you're of just it, lost in your own scenario. <laughs> like, <laughs> here's the thing. Lost a lot of this, spot. listen, listen. A lot of this stems from fear. Yeah. Yep. They're just afraid. How so? Because they come up with this, these irrational scenarios, right, that are never going to happen. And if they do happen, notice that the people who are not even freaking out about this are often people who are just serving God. Yeah. They're just walking with the Lord. They're just kind of living about their day. They're not they're, they're not careful, you know, they're not full of care. Yeah. You know? The people who are not, who are completely fearful, just just afraid of sudden fear of the desolation of the wicked are those who are just not serving God. Mm-hmm. 
Because at the end of the day, if you're serving the Lord, if you're reading your Bible, you're winning souls to Christ, you're going to church, we're on. We're with the Lord then. We're on the winning side. We're on the winning side. God's going to take care of us no matter what. And look, if you're falling apart right now when this whole vaccine happens, oh man, just imagine, it's only going to get worse from here. Folks, don't I say this like every other like sermon? Yeah. It's only going to get Very worse. Very black filling. Yeah. <laughs> Because I'm trying to get people what to understand. Dish out the real mark of the beast, like <laughs> you're gonna. Yeah, I try to protest that. It, <laughs> yeah, try to try. Hey, when they roll out the real mark of the beast, try to go protest that and and, and trying to get a, yeah. uh, a ballot to be signed. Your or body, your choice. Yeah, try to recall the yeah. Try to recall the Antichrist. Yeah, try to try to use your body, your choice on that one. <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's gonna be your body. <laughs> it's gonna be your body. No exactly. choice. <laughs> I also think people are like, yeah, you were saying people make They'll up these, like, these if scenarios. If you take this chip, you won't have to get a vaccine. They're like, oh, I'll take it. <laughs> you were saying like people make up these scenarios in their heads and stuff like, oh, what if this happens, this happens, this happens. Like, I think also a lot of them perish for lack of knowledge. Like literally just do your research. There's like a lot of ways out of it yeah. from like secular protectors. We, we still live in America. There's religious exemptions. Yeah. And Anyways. What? They're going to be afraid no matter what it is. Well, yeah. Obama's I mean, president. Oh no, it's over. Yeah, it's uh, they create these irrational fears. Get real, uh, and I've met you know, listen, I, listen, listen. I've met people <laughs> who have these irrational fears. Yeah. And they and here's the thing is like they come to you for answers, and when you give them the answers, it's just it's not, not good, good enough. Good. It's not good enough. It's just like, but it's still gonna happen. It's just like, all right, well, I don't know what to tell you. You, man. you know what you should tell them? You should be like, yeah, it is the mark of the beast. <laughs> no, <laughs> just trip them out. No, honey. why don't you just teach false doctrine? That, That'd yeah, be yeah. so funny. That's basically what he just. That's basically what he just. What said if you right just there. like mislead them? That'd be really funny. Why don't you just go back on everything you just talked about right now? So, are we against the vaccines? Absolutely. Should I? Do you think I? Uh, do I think you should take it? No. Are there ways to get out of it? Yes. What if I'm just completely forced to take it? Then I guess you got to take it. <laughs> what do you want from me? Yeah. What do you want from me? You know, you, you, what they want me to say is like, oh, no, dude, you got to pull out the guns and just shoot everyone on your Tell lawn. <laughs> so uh, at the end of the day, vaccines are not sinful, but I believe they are evil. I believe the the promoters of the vaccine are evil. There's an agenda behind it. Um, that's That's been evident since before the COVID-19 vaccine. It's always been that way with the flu vaccine, you know, all these other ones that they have. They make money off of it, so there's obviously a nefarious agenda behind it. Um you should not take it. I don't think you should if you're a Christian. But if you do, then for because you're, you're trying to provide for your family, you feel like you can't get any other job. Like It's like they want me to give them a third choice. You know it's what like, I mean? Hey, it's I like, know. well, I guess you could just die. <laughs> I guess you could die. You could th- overthrow the government. It's <laughs> like, what do you want me to tell you? These are your, these are your options. Look, this is what the Bible says. Sufficient unto the day yeah. is the, the evil, evil thereof. thereof. Yeah. You know, because they tell me like, oh, no, we got to fight this. and who, It's coming in 2022, though. I was like, well, sufficient into the day is the evil thereof. You know? Also, if you do have to take it, uh, look at the nicotine patches. And hit me up in 2022. I'm busy right now. Why nicotine patches? Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> so so there's, there's some, there were some studies in France talking about how... Will nic- that extract the metals from your your body or something? No. It, so nicotine... It uh, deactivates some of the spike proteins from either catching COVID or getting the vaccine. Um, because essentially what happens if you get the vaccine, you're basically turning your immune system into like a subscription service where mm-hmm. like no, it's, it's almost as if you have AIDS, like not, not that far. 
Not Whoa. <laughs> not that, that was, <laughs> was that a hyperbole? <laughs> that was a little bit of hyperbole. Go watch Pastor <laughs> Mejia's sermon. Hyperbole is in the Bible. That was a little extreme right but there. But it, it's, anyways, long story short, nicotine can deactivate some of the spike proteins that like weaken your immune I'm system. I'm not, all the time. he's not promoting anybody to smoke cigarettes. No, patches or gum. Yeah. So you're promoting patches and gum? I mean, don't, don't get addicted. Nicotine patches. I mean, just don't get addicted to it. Yeah, I don't recommend that. <laughs> That Look up the out. studies. Do your own research. <laughs> yeah. Do your own research. We do. We do not promote the 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 putting on of nicotine patches or gum <laughs> in order to help you after the vaccine. In fact, I'm cutting that out of the segment here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas. Well, I think that's it for tonight. Do you want to? Do you want to say something stupid too? No, I'm just kidding. Hike <laughs> <laughs> already did. Adam already did. <laughs> just kidding. Well, you know, hey, that was a great episode. <laughs> Had a good time uh, talking about different things there. Well, folks, you know, um, hope to see you in the next episode. I was just trying to get that word out. Uh, we're going to be uploading this, of course, to YouTube, and then we will make sure it gets on Spotify. The audio will also be available on the website, fwbcla.org, which has been updated. And so uh, looking forward to seeing you all in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Mm-hmm.